Well, today is going to be a little different because it's not a, 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 a technical message. There is going to be messages that are spoken today. Last week was a powerful message from Brian Wise about our authority as believers. Was that not good? And uh, we had a lot of prayer time afterward where people were getting strongholds broken off of their lives and a lot of freedom came last week and I was really encouraged with what the Lord was doing. But I want to talk today about the fast. I want to talk about this, the last three weeks. If you're a guest with us, you may not realize, but we have been fasting for about three weeks and uh, it ended last Sunday, the fast did. When Brian was here, it's like Brian put a a uh, hammer down uh, with what he shared in the message. But we, we've been fasting for three weeks for breakthrough. And, uh, and so I want to go over today some of the testimonies and the, some of the breakthrough that God did. And, and I think you're going to be really encouraged to see how God is moving in the hearts of God's people. And I think worship is just a touch. What we're experiencing here today in our worship is part of that and I'm just excited about what God is doing. Anybody else? But I want to remind us why we fasted. And I realized that some did it, some didn't, some struggled, some didn't have a struggle. We were, we're all in different places on what took place in that. But it's amazing. There was a core of people who began to fast. And it's amazing what God did in the, in the, in the fast and continues to do. But I want to remind us why we did it. We were cooperating with what God was doing. There was a, there was a voice coming forward from God that, that, we, that we were in an urgent season as a nation, as a people, and that God was asking us, he was giving us an invitation to fast for breakthrough. And to fast and to seek his face and to, to break off apathy and to break off garbage that's in all of our lives. And so that is why we were fasting. We were cooperating with God. We were, we were sensing that God was wanting to do something to bring freedom to this house and this city. And that he was wanting to break off slumber and dullness and apathy and complacency in this house. And he was wanting to do that through the fast. And so I just want, if Jeff, you don't mind putting up... Uh, or is it Nathan? Nathan, if you don't mind, put up the five areas of breakthrough that we were talking about. This is kind of, this was the why behind why we were fasting. And then I'm going to get into some testimonies. I'm going to get into some things that God did and is doing and that we, so we can praise him today and we can celebrate. But here were the five areas that we were fasting for 21 days. Some people fasted food. Some people did a Daniel fast. Some people fasted social media, uh, all kinds of different. Some people fasted coffee and sweets and, and bless them. They got freedom. But the reason we were believing God for breakthrough in the hearts of God's people here at New Covenant, that we would have a breakthrough in our desire, in our passion, in our pursuit of God's presence in our lives. We were believing that God was going to break off apathy, complacency, laziness, procrastination, and that that stuff would be broken off of us. Can I have an amen? And it is being broken off, right? And that our passion for God would explode. And God was inviting us into a greater level of intimacy. And he is continuing to do that. We are not going to stop. Can I have an amen on that? 
The second area was this area of obedience, that God, that there was going to come a breakthrough in obedience of God's people. And you're going to see with some of the testimonies, you're going to see some of that obedience that worked its way out in this church. That a deep conviction to obey the Lord would rise up in the people of New Covenant. That sinful strongholds, sinful strongholds that have held God's people back, that have been tolerated in people's lives at New Covenant, would be broken off and deliverance would come. Amen? We're still standing for those. That as we fast and pray, God's grace and power would be released over us to break off those strongholds and generational sins and curses. Number three, the breakthrough in birthing a discipleship movement at New Covenant. A birthing of a discipleship movement to disciple our children and those around us and, and the lost. That, that the Lord would begin to convict our hearts of the need for discipleship in our own life, but also that we would disciple others and disciple our children. And we were praying for that breakthrough. We were praying for breakthrough in our nation, for an awakening and uh, a revival within this, this nation. And the fifth area was your own personal. What was your own personal thing you were going to put in there of breakthrough for your life? And so those were the, the reasons for breakthrough. I know this is repeating things, but you know repetition brings what? Repetition. Repetition. Repetition brings what? Revelation, And so I'm, I'm doing this on purpose. I really felt like God wanted to recap what we've just went through. And, and I do also know that, that the world is made up of late adopters, that some people get the vision right away and they run with it right away. And then some people, they're, they're slow movers, but they finally get it and they, then they take off. I believe that's what's even going on right now. I believe others are starting to adopt uh, this thing and to believe God for this. And the, I believe the fasting really is going to continue just in a different way. But over the last three weeks, one of the breakthroughs in this whole process has been the breakthrough that we've been getting and experiencing even in our worship. Have you guys noticed the last three weeks of worship has been more intense? It seems like the desire and the focus of the worship team has shifted. Have you noticed that? Several weeks ago, God stirred the prophetic team to begin to pray for the worship team. Didn't they? You guys remember that worship team? And prophetic team, I want to say thank you because you guys heard the voice of the Lord to begin to pray for this team and to pray for individuals. And I want to say thank you. Amen. It's made a difference. Even in this fast, it's made a difference. And then, and here's where I want to show, you know, the, the breaking in of passion for God is changing here and this issue of obedience. And it's, what, it's really neat that during the fast and even just before the fast, uh, God began to stir people's hearts to do certain things, to pray for the worship team, to pray for the leadership, to pray, pray to pray, to pray. God, God answers prayer. Hallelujah. <laughs> But one of the things that God put on Michelle Preble's heart, she's part of the prophetic team as well, God put on her heart to begin to listen to Ray Hughes. And Ray Hughes has these teachings on worship that are just uh, of a different stratosphere. I mean, it, his revelation of what the power of worship even, you know, it, it, yeah, it, it's just, it, it's amazing how he teaches on it. 
And Michelle began to listen to that and it fired her up. And then she began to send some to some prophetic people and, and some to the worship team. And I could even begin to see that because some of what was taught was then being declared through the worship team. And, and breakthrough was happening. And there was this sound that was being released by our, our worship team. This sound that was breaking something. This sound that was resonating within, uh, within this, this house. But it was affecting all of us. There was, there was the shaking and the resounding of the song. The prophetic minstrels. There was something going on that was shaking all of us and stirring us to, to passion for the Lord. Did you guys feel it? And it was because people were being obedient as God would put things on their hearts. And you're getting to see the benefit of that as you begin to worship the Lord here at New Covenant. But God was stirring people's hearts. And we began to press into worship last Sunday. And God began to speak through tongues and interpretation of tongues. You guys remember the tongue that Mike sang? There was a tongue that Mike sang. And then there was an interpretation of that tongue. God was speaking. There was a stirring that was going on. And I, I, I even want to go back to that tongue and in, that interpretation of tongue because I think sometimes what we don't do is we don't... It all happens so quickly, then we forget what was said. You know what I'm saying? And I want to honor what God is speaking. I want to honor the words that are coming forth. And I want to teach us a little bit about what took place last Sunday in the tongues and interpretation. Because there were actually three people that had an interpretation of that tongue. But only one came forth with part of that interpretation. Do you realize that when God speaks in tongues and interpretation of tongues, not one, many people can have the interpretation. Because we see in part and we know in part. And so it's just the same with tongues, is there is a, a level. And so one person wasn't sure if they were hearing the interpretation. They didn't want to, you know, uh, make, a, make, make it about them. And so they waited. And one person wasn't sure about our protocol of the church. Is how do I share this interpretation? Because I'm not sure. I'm new here, and I'm, I don't know how this operates within here. And so it's really important if you guys, I want, I want everybody to realize that you know, Jeff and Alger rotate between stewarding prophetic words or things that the congregation gets about what God is saying. And so if you ever feel the protocol that we have here, if you are wondering if what you're getting from the Lord is to be shared corporately, all you got to do is come over here to Jeff or Alger at this corner, and we begin to collaborate. We begin to discern. The Bible says that we're to, to, we're to judge prophetic words. And so here, there's a safety net. There's a place of safety where you can come not knowing if what you're getting is from the Lord, or you think it is, and you come and you submit that to Jeff or Alger, and we collaborate and we begin to discern, is this something God's wanting to say corporately to the church, or is this a personal word that's for that person? And so we want you to realize that's the protocol within this house that provides safety, and it's okay to fail. It's okay that if you come up and it's not corporate and it's more for you, I'll, we'll say, hey, we feel like we're not going to share that right now. Or we may share it. We may have you share it. it. It's what we discern by the Spirit on what God is doing in that season. Is that good with that? So last, last week, we, I took the two other prophetic or two other interpretations of the tongue. Those people gave those to me after service. And I've put those together to kind of give us a picture, because I want us to teach, I want to equip us to, to hear God's voice and to share God's voice. God is speaking all the time. Can I have an amen on that? Yeah. And, and so, it, 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 so I, I, I put those two, all three of those together, 
But I wanted to share the protocol so that way you know if what you're getting is from the Lord. You can always come over to part of the prophetic team and we can help you discern that. But here was the tongue and interpretation last week. When Mike began singing in tongues, because the Bible says in 1 Corinthians 12 that if there is a corporate tongue that is out loud where everybody hears, it needs to be interpreted. And so Mike was singing a tongue out loud, and that tongue needed to be interpreted. And so we had several people that felt the interpretation of And what you're going to see is I share these three. They are like dovetail. They go, they're, and I'm not necessarily going to share them in the order that I think it came. They all three have a theme of what God was speaking to us last week that is important for us to know. Are you guys ready for that? I'm just curious, how many think they remember what the tongue, the interpretation of the tongue was? Raise your hand if you think you remember. A couple of you? And so see, wow, we'll say four or five people actually got it, then the whole body wasn't edified. The whole body was not edified. And tongues and interpretation of tongues is to edify the body. It's a message from heaven that God is trying to encourage you. He's trying to exhort you. He's trying to bring comfort. He's trying to build up the body of Christ to have faith, to have strength, to stand when the enemy comes in like a flood. Right? So that we can be obedient to the Lord. So here is what other people heard. I'm not going to use people's names. Today, when I share testimonies and when I share what I'm sharing, I'm not going to share anybody's names. Because it, 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 I don't know why. I'm just the Lord said, don't share names. So one person came up and said, when Mike was singing in tongues, I heard, God is good. God is sovereign over all. God sees all. God knows all. God is sovereign over all. God is good. God is good. That was the beginning. Whether that was beginning, middle, we don't know. But those were the words this person heard. And I want to remind us what Brian preached on Sunday morning. Because what is sovereignty? Authority. Sovereignty is one who possesses and exercises supreme authority. And so God was already preparing through tongues and interpretation even what Brian was going to begin. Because God has that supreme authority, he then yields that authority to us. And that's what we learned last week, that sometimes we're tolerating crap in our lives when we actually should be taking authority over it. Sometimes there's strongholds in our life that we're tolerating and we need to actually be kicking butt. And we need to be saying, oh no, you are not going to have authority over me. I am not going to obey the seduction. I am not going to obey you trying to seduce me into that stronghold. No, I take authority over you and I rebuke you in Jesus' name. Amen. And we did some of that last week. So God was speaking. He is sovereign over all. He is the one who possesses and exercises supreme authority. Then the second person said that that God spoke to them that, that this is a city after my own heart. He said, you have cried out for more. You have, you have an open heaven, and the doors are flung open. Strongholds are being removed, and the time is now. You have the keys. You have kingdom keys. I have given you authority. Are you guys seeing the, the connection? I'm breaking off strongholds. Why? Because he's given us authority. Because he's sovereign. He's sovereign and he will break the strongholds. 
and I've given you the keys to break those strongholds in your life because I'm the one in authority and I'm giving you the power, I'm giving you the keys. Are you with me? I've given you keys to the kingdom. I have given them to you. Walk in unity. He kept saying, here am I, here am I. And we had just sang the song earlier, it's all for you. And I felt like the, the song we sang earlier, uh, here we are, it's all for you. And I felt like the Lord was singing back to us, confirming here am I, here am I. So you see the connection between the two. And then Alger, we all know he, he, he began to interpret the tongue as well. And he said, for the Lord would say, I am breaking in through your dance, through your proclamation of your voice. I am breaking the curse off the city because of the noise and the sound that is coming from you. Now, I want to remind you in the one prior about the keys the keys, part of the keys that God has given us is our worship. Part of the keys of what he's given us is our dance. Part of the keys of the kingdom that he's given this house specifically is prophetic worship. And the Lord was saying, I'm breaking things off through your dance, through your voice, and through uh, your song. I'm breaking the curse off this city because of the noise and the sound that is coming from you. I am drawing many, I am drawing many to come into this place, to come to this living water that flows from this place. This water is going out to the outer regions of the city. Don't wait any longer, but continue to release the sound. Continue to release your song. Continue to release your dance. Don't be afraid, don't be afraid to release the dance because I will bring in many who are thirsty, many who are dry, many who need new life spoken into them. So let that song come forth. Let that sound re resonate. Let the voice of the Lord resound through this place. Something else that, oh, oh yes. And so, so let that voice of the Lord resound through this place. Now, do you guys see a theme through that? Authority, God's sovereignty, his authority, his authority, who he's giving to us to be as a people, not to be afraid. You know, sometimes when we first started New Covenant Worship Center, our worship was so radical, people thought we were nuts. And it's okay, because it's just who we are. It's who you are. That's why you're here. God was doing something last Sunday. He's doing something this Sunday. He's awakening our hearts, church. He's awakening our hearts. He's shaking us. He's stirring our hearts. And people are responding. Now, I want to go through some, of, of, uh, some testimonies of breakthrough. You can go ahead and take that off the screen. These breakthroughs that we've been praying for, I had several people email me, text me, over the last couple weeks about things that took place in their life. Do you guys want to hear some of the good news? Yes. And I'm going to make a conclusion after, at the end about what I thought was interesting. But here's the first one. I received so much emotional breakthrough during this fast. Depression and oppression. Everybody say strongholds. strongholds. Everybody say strongholds. strongholds. 
Depression and oppression broke off of an area of my life that I was struggling in, and I received so much freedom. Thank you, Lord. Yeah, you can clap. Praise the Lord. But I know there is so much more coming. I fasted social media. I did not realize the anxiety that social media was producing in me. That's right. That's right. Did you hear that? I did not realize the, so, the anxiety social media was producing in me and how big of a distraction from the Lord it was. I did not realize how much time I gave it in my life and it is broken off me. Everybody shout hallelujah. I am now disgusted with social media and don't want it to be a part of my life. We have started something in this church with this fast. But the breakthrough is not over. God has put it in my heart to continue fasting and pressing in for more breakthrough. Amen. Everybody give the Lord thanks. Amen. Here's another person. During this time of fasting, I was able to overcome, everybody say stronghold. stronghold. <laughs> I was able to overcome some obstacles and get breakthrough in my emotions. And a sense of calmness and peace on where I am at in my life and being content with where God has me in my profession. My heart has been softened and become gentle to, to certain things and future endeavors for my life. I also talked to this person's uh, wife and she said this person is so much more patient and calm at home. <laughs> Amen. Can we, so can we give the Lord praise on that one? Amen. I like emotional breakthrough. Anybody else? I like it when fear has to bow to the name of Jesus. I love it when anxiety has to bow to the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. I love it when people get over, they get breakthrough on that stuff. You don't have to, we don't have to tolerate it. Can I, can I have an amen on that? Here's another one. During this time, I experienced many small breakthroughs in my personal life, like my addiction to coffee and sweets. Yeah, slay that monster. I feel like I have received an energy where I no longer need to rely on coffee. How many of us rely on coffee in the morning because we think it's the key in giving us an upper? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We had breakthrough in other goals that my husband and I have for our future. I have learned how to say no to things I would usually say yes to. Obedience. Yeah. Yes. Amen. Also, the Lord highlighted certain individuals in my life that led, and he led me to pray for them and reach out to them when normally I would not have done so. Yeah. Amen. So well, let's talk about the, the discipleship piece. The, the per, again, the, the, the Lord's putting people in their life in order to help others. Is that good or what? Yeah. All right. My breakthrough, third person here. My breakthrough was a revelation of the Trinity. I put that in there. That was my part. Um, so this person had a breakthrough in, in revelation of who the Father is, who the Son is, and who the Holy Spirit is. And, and here's, here's what they got, and I thought it was really cool. Father God is my master builder. Jesus is my master healer. And Holy Spirit is my master teacher. So Father God is my master builder. Jesus is my master healer. And Holy Spirit is my master teacher. So here it goes. Father God gave me who I, so here it goes. Father God made me who I am. 
Jesus saved me and healed me in RTF and emotional healing, and the Holy Spirit teaches me or leads me to what I should and should not do. Me, I am responsible for what I let in my life. It's not anybody else's fault if I let hate or jealousy in. That's on me. I was taught how to maintain the healing I received. If I don't maintain that healing, it's all on me, and I can't blame others. So it sounds like a victim stronghold of blaming others for my problem was broken off that person. Do you see that? And so that they're taking the responsibility and seeing God as that master builder, Jesus as the healer, and the Holy Spirit as the teacher. Is that good stuff? Amen. I want more revelation. Anybody else? Here's another one. And I got this last Sunday right after we stopped the fast and Brian's message. And it said, wow, I did not want to leave Sunday service. I have not done this fast perfectly at all. Anybody else? Honey, you ain't the only one. I have not done this fast perfectly at all, but God has still moved. Last year was the first time I ever heard or been taught anything about our authority in Christ. And then in January, I received the gift of the Holy Spirit. Yeah, man. So, today's service was just a wow for me. As we end the fast, I am hopeful now. I am changed. I am taking back my ground. Strongholds coming down. Yesterday I was upset and depressed all day, but the, rem- the re- but the reminder today of our authority was oh so timely. I just had to tell someone. I know this church is where I'm supposed to be. I don't feel like I quite fit in yet, but I know this is where I belong. Have a good day. Praise the Lord. Amen. Praise God. You guys ready for a few more? All right. Though this fast, oh, through this fast, I experienced breakthrough in my personal relationship with God. I experienced greater depth and intimacy than I have before, and I was able to see his hand at work in my life in so many different ways. I also experienced breakthrough in a close family relationship and was able to let go of something I had struggled with for years. Amen. Another stronghold in a relationship broken. Father, we thank you for that in Jesus' name. Amen. Another one. I just wanted to share my testimony of God's greatness through the fast. There were so many ways God blessed me and and us through this time. My husband and I had been going through a rough time that came to its boiling point right before the fast. Through the fast, though, God restored our marriage God restored our marriage, and we are better and closer now than we probably ever have been. But God also worked in my life individually. He placed in my path a podcast that fit perfectly with where I'm at right now. He blessed me with community encouragement and hearing what others, hearing that others share some of the same struggles and showing me where to find so many resources that point me to Him. Seeing His blessing and provision has reignited the spark in me. And while I still battle the flesh and am seemingly endless, and my seemingly endless to-do list, 
I want to continue fanning this flame, and I am so excited to see the inferno, I love that word, the inferno that is going to rise up in me for Christ. I hope this encourages others in church with their walk. Know that in his perfect timing, he will give you what you need. Amen. Praise the Lord. Let's give the Lord some praise. Amen. Thank you, God. I love it when marriages are restored. Anybody else? The enemy comes to attack our marriages, and we've got to take authority over that. Amen? Here's another one. We're going to keep, we'll keep going. When Eric started preaching on a fast, there was such a confirmation in my heart that this was the, was the Lord and that there was an urgency of the hour for the body of Christ, but mostly for myself as well. I knew God was wanting to get us ready. He mentioned the five areas of breakthrough that we were going to be believing God for, and it convicted me, and it hit me hard. I wanted greater passion for the Lord, and I desperately needed apathy, complacency, and spiritual laziness broken off my life. Then he said there are sinful strongholds that have been tolerated in people's lives for years, and God is going to break those off people as we press into the fast. And I didn't, and I had more than one stronghold that I needed freedom from. My testimony is not one of victory and breakthrough yet. This is where it hurts. I struggled with being faithful with what God put on my heart to fast. I did not do well in the fast. I did not follow through on many days and I would fail. Then I would get back up and I would start back on the fast. I have two strongholds that I was believing God for breakthrough, and those two strongholds actually got stronger, and I failed more in them during the fast. Anybody else experience that? The temptations were crazy, and the warfare was real during this fast. Although I failed often, I did get breakthrough in God's amazing love and His grace for me. He reminded me over and over during this fast, that it is not my performance that causes him to love me, but it is his amazing love for me. I have repented and turned to him over and over through this fast. My fast is not over. I have been convicted to keep pressing in for my breakthrough and for the breakthrough of others that I love. He is drawing me in deeper to my identity with him, and I will overcome. Yeah. Amen. So we encourage you in Jesus' name. That don't give up, amen? Keep fighting. Even when we fail, even when we fall short in the fast, God is still faithful to bring his grace, amen? Okay. Huh, where's the other one? He must not have got saved. Well, I will tell it because I remember what it is. The, 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 the last one, the person that, uh, that uh, got breakthrough, um, they struggled as well in the fast. I put those two together because they, they struggled in the fast and being faithful to the fast. But the, the, Lord, um, the Lord healed uh, this person's uh, thumb. They had had six, uh, six, or eight, six, six or eight weeks of serious pain in their thumb. And when they had... Um, when they went through the fast, about the second week, that thumb, because they were even going to get an x-rayed, they, th they thought it was, um, oh gosh, what did they think it was? <sighs> Can't remember. 
And so um, it, it, it wouldn't get, I mean, they, were, they would lay awake at night with pain in the thumb. And that went from uh, a serious problem and 90% healed during the fast. And that thumb completely, it, it's still about 10%, but the Lord healed that thumb. So praise the Lord on that. And the second thing that that person said was a breakthrough was that the God convicted them during this fast about uh, um, helping a couple young ladies and disciple them. Uh, to disciple them and so they are reaching out to a couple ladies in the church to begin to meet with them and start discipling them So that was the breakthrough that that woman had so praise the Lord. Amen. Praise God So where do we need to go from here? Those are some of the testimonies and if you have more testimonies I want to encourage you to email them to me Eric at myncwc.com. I want to share testimonies The Bible says we overcome the enemy by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony and loving not our lives unto death. And so there's this aspect of sharing the testimony and believing God. So I don't know where you're at as far as how you did in the fast, uh, if you struggled or whether you got any breakthrough or not. One thing I do want to point out, and I shared this with my wife this morning, 80 to 85% of the testimonies on this page were people under the age of 40. Most of them were young adults in their 20s and 30s. God is doing something with our young adults. But here's the part that I was challenged on this morning. Because the scripture that I was going to preach on was the ten virgins, the parable of the ten virgins. And the ten virgins who had oil, five, five of them had extra oil, and five didn't. Five came prepared and five didn't. But the Lord was long in coming, and, 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 and they were waiting. What I noticed about this, this was those who have been in the Lord longer either didn't have breakthrough or didn't share the breakthrough. That sometimes, and this is a challenge to us older folk in, the, in New Covenant, is we've been waiting for the Lord to do some things for a long time. And discouragement has set in, in many people's hearts. And so I'm wondering if we aren't like the young virgins who fell asleep and got tired of waiting on the return of the Lord. And that we need to have our hearts refired and re-stirred up in the older generation. Can I have an amen on that? Because the younger generation, there is a fire they're getting. There is a younger generation that's rising up within this house who are going passionately after Jesus. And I don't know about you old saints, but I don't want to be left behind. And when I say old, I'm going to say anybody over 40. How's that? I want to start buying some oil and getting my oil stored up for the day of the Lord. I do believe the Lord's returning. I do the Lord believe the Lord's preparing his church for his return. And, and, and we need to get ready for his return. So what do we do? I want to share what Carmen prophesied or what she shared last Sunday publicly. And because she shared it publicly, I'm using her name. Because you guys all know it. <laughs> but here's what she said last Sunday that was all part of the service as well. She said, I can feel breakthrough and freedom in this place. Through this fast, God is breaking, bringing breakthrough to this church. And until this church gets the breakthrough that we need to get, we cannot affect this city like we need to. 
You guys remember that? We are not all the way there yet. We must keep pressing in. When I first came to this church, I received so much freedom. When I came to this church, I danced in worship when I had never danced before. And God broke the shackles off and I got freedom. The enemy wants to bind us up back, bind us back up again, but we cannot allow it. We must get breakthrough. So what I'm going to leave us with today in this journey of the fast is why does the fast have to be over? I'm getting ready to start a negativity fast. Steve Steve Backlund from Bethel Church does uh, several negativity fasts. And I'm going to do a negativity fast. And if you guys hear me say anything negative, would you allow, would you graciously say, hey, Eric, that's negative. Because our words and our thinking need to get in line with God. And sometimes discouragement kind of settles into your heart. And I don't know about you, I want to kick that son of a gun out. And, I, and my parents and I, we've, we've recently talked of how in our family there's such a critical spirit that we can complain about the, anything. You know what I'm saying? And it's a stronghold that's going to come down. And so the Lord put on my heart to do a negativity fast. Maybe some of you need to do that too. Uh, I know you'll have to get off Facebook if you do that though. Mm-hmm. I know somebody else that has added something else to their life to continue to fast. I know we're getting ready to come into Easter and many faiths uh, fast every Friday as they prepare in Lent and as they prepare for Easter coming. What could we do as a church if we would continue to press in or we can shrink back and go back to business as usual? And so I'm asking if we could put some music on, if you would just stand up with me. And if you're with me on this and you want to, you want to add more fasting, you want to begin to have a fasted lifestyle. You want apathy and complacency broken off more. You want strongholds broken off more. You want your obedience level to rise in your heart. You want that passion and that zeal to return for the Lord. that's you I want you to ask the Lord right now God what do we want me to fast over the next couple weeks what do you want me to let go of the Lord has done some powerful emotional freedom to people already you heard the testimonies we just gave a little bit to God over the last three weeks what if we continue to give stuff to God what could the Lord do in you so just ask the Lord right now say God I want more of you just tell him that 
And I'm willing to give up stuff that distracts me. Some of you need to give up social media. Some of it you're spending hours and hours before and distraction. What is the Lord asking of you this morning? What stronghold is He continuing to want to break off of you that hasn't been broken off? Father, I ask that you would convict our hearts. Father, we thank you for all the testimonies of what you did over the last three weeks. God, we thank you so much for them. I thank you for that marriage restored. I thank you, God, for the healing of the hand. I thank you, God, for the passion and the love and the intimacy that has been brought to many. But Lord, we, we want to press in more. Father, we realize that our time is not up. Lord, you're wanting to do something new. Father, we, we realize that you're wanting to do something more within us. That the fast, the, the consecrating ourselves is not over. And so, Father, I just pray that you would convict everyone in this house to press in more, to break in more, to God, to get on our knees more, to pray, to seek your face, to turn from our wicked ways. And so, Father, we thank you for that. We thank you that you're breaking off strongholds and you're setting us free so that we can help set this city free in the name of the Lord.